All right, Ephesians 6. So we go to the second important stuff we need to look at. God will give us speed, don't worry. Forget about the time, let's just enjoy, right? All right, good. So, so we've looked at um, the whole idea of kingdom being first, you know, which is the primary block. Listen, if the kingdom is not first, anything we talk about divine supply, we're just being carnal. You get my point? We're just being carnal, we're just being, we're just being, it won't be good. It won't be good. You know the beautiful thing about this, about our faith, is that if we do it rightly, every of our conversation can reveal, should reveal Christ. So when we talk money, the people shouldn't live greedy. The people should live loving Jesus. When we talk marriage, Jesus, right? Anything we talk about, and, and that's how you can decipher. And you know, some people think that preaching about money is um, is carnal. No, preaching about money is not carnal. It's the spirit. You can be very carnal and yet don't talk about money. Jesus is most spiritual. Def- definition of spirituality. And most of his preaching is always about money. Yeah. You didn't know. But go go check it again. All his parables are always about money. Always about business. A farmer went to associate. A farmer, that's bi- those were business terminologies if you don't know. Because that was the uh, uh, predominant occupation at that time. Always talking about money and all those kind of stuff. Because he knows that money is that competitor. That the enemy of the spirit of mammon is that competitor the enemy has released. And um, he wants us to understand it and, um, and, and live above it. Are we, are we together here? Praise God. And so we, we looked at how the kingdom is first. I think we also looked at um, we also looked at understanding the cloud, right? Understanding that period where you are where you are gathering your clouds. And I think that was a very fantastic point that we looked at not considering the wind, not regarding the clouds. How those who do that do not reap. We also look at how not to be weary in in well doing. Amen. You definitely need another retreat to get the tapes and listen over and over again. Another block we need to look at is the block of work. W-R-K. Work. It's a very important block we need to understand because it is, it is spiritual. How do I know it's spiritual? It's spiritual because the New Testament has ordinances as to how to engage work. And friends, anything the Bible has an opinion about is spiritual. Are you together with me? So work is, tell somebody work is spiritual. Work is is very spiritual. Work is very spiritual. We need to understand it. You know, the way God will have us understand it. Um, Let's first check Ephesians chapter 6, then we'll start from there. Are you excited this afternoon? Are you ready? Are you with me? Are we on the same page? Is God speaking to you? Is your life changing? Alright, let's look at Ephesians chapter 6. and We we just start from there. And uh, we'll pick it up. And then after that, we'll go into some very juicy parts. After this, when we go to the third third, um, stuff. Um, Alright, let's start from verse, say 5. 
So bond servants be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. With fear and trembling in sincerity of heart as to Christ. Alright. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as born servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Now, now, this is not ministry. This is work. Amen. Now, Pastor Zach, this is not work. This is servant. This is born servant. I'm not a servant. Now, the wisdom in scripture crosses generations and crosses ages. The wisdom is consistent. The settings might be different, but the wisdom is consistent. Are you together with me? This was a basic and common um, uh, lifestyle of those days. People, people worked as slaves. Are you together with me? But the principle of this is consistent. So, he's not trying to teach how slaves should behave. He's trying to teach us how we should engage work as believers. So, whether it's in this time or when capitalism or communism or whatever, the wisdom is consistent. For example, when Paul was writing in Romans chapter 13, when he told us to pray that every authority that is there is put there by God, right? Those were in the times of some of the most crazy and wicked kings. They were not elected. Are you together with me? Now, if, if you're, if, if, if you, because sometimes we have an assumption that democracy is spiritual or spirituality or democracy is the, is the government of God. No. Are you with me? Neither am I saying it's evil. It's just what you have come to meet. And the wisdom of governance, when Paul was writing, is still applicable even though the system of governance have changed. Are you together with me? Am I making sense here now? As men pleasers, but as born servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. So you can see that we began to see statements like the will of God on matters that have to do with work. Are you with me? So it means that there is a divine involvement and God is concerned about how you work. Huh? God is what? Is concerned about how you work. Alright, let's read. With goodwill doing service, as to the Lord. So you can see that this is consistent because it's not as to your master. So whether you, in your own day, call him master, whether you call him boss, whether you call him superior, whatever you call, is you can take this wisdom because the wisdom was letting you know that the idea of the wisdom is that work however it is, is to God. So anytime you are going to the office, you must understand, or whether you go to the office, whether you work from home, however you do it, you must understand that it is spiritual. Are you together with me? And you must understand that God is watching you. And that even if your boss has not sacked you, you need to find out whether God is not planning to sack you. Work is spiritual. 
And if we don't understand this, we'll miss a lot of things. And, and I'm going to show you some of those things. Because some of us log out of our spiritual space when you go to work and turn it on when you come on Wednesday. Yeah. A lot of us log out. Get that useless place. I'm going there again. And when you're now coming to church, you now are spiritual. When you go to work, you are, you are, you don't even, you are not alive. When you come to church, you start hearing God. You go to work, you're off your ears. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord. Work. So everything you are doing at work, God is telling you, you will receive it back from me. So if your boss does not know how to deal with you, God knows how to deal with you. And if your boss does not know how to reward you, God knows how to reward you. So, so you might be working with, a, with an organization that doesn't, know, that doesn't reward you and doesn't treat you right. But God says, I'm going to treat you right. Yeah. If you do it as unto me. You, let's, let's go gently. You'll find some things out in this conversation. Are we together, friends? He will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is free, whether he is a slave or free. He goes. Let's read. And you masters, do the same things to them, giving up threatening. You see, you need to appreciate, I love the apostles. In this time, masters were like gods. Paul had the boldness to tell masters, give up threatings. That was a major attack on, on that sphere called masters. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Knowing that your own master also is in heaven. <laughs> Bosses, are you hearing me? Yes, sir. So, be, so, 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 so be careful with harassing people. Be careful about talking to people anyhow. Because God says you are going to get a reward. Be careful about just bringing people's spirit down. Those who have people under them. Be careful how you treat humans. There is no partiality with him. That is to say, whether you are a boss or a master, God does not see you as a boss. You can't be God's boss. And God is saying, the way I see you is the way I see your subordinate. That's the way I see your staff. So both of you are the same in my own eyes. Are we together here? Now let me pick one or two, three things, some, maybe three things here that quickly I want to, not rush, but just want to say one or two things. One is that because your work is unto the Lord, you have to do with excellence. You don't, don't give God what's not perfect. A lot of you are angry with your organization and then you don't give the, your best. But you need to now understand that it's God you are not giving your best. And so you can't worship for 30 minutes perfectly in church and give crappy work for seven hours at work. You didn't worship. That was a bad day. If you didn't do your best before coming to service, you had a bad day. So part of worship is what happens at work. Friends, are you here? Yes, sir. It's part of worship. Yes, 
So you have to put excellence at everything that you do. And not just work that gives you money. Any work, church work, whatever work, you have to be somebody who knows that work is for God. Even sweeping, sweeping, sweeping your parlor, working at home, washing the plate. Some of you will not wash the plate, you just rinse it. Plate you have not washed. I remember before I gave my life to Christ as a, as a small boy, when they told me to wash plates, I'll pack all the plates, put it under all the uh, cupboard in the kitchen. I'll pull everything out. I'll just clean the sink. <laughs> you know, nobody did it. I thought everybody was doing it. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would bring memories. <laughs> I'm alone on this, right? <laughs> I'll just pack everything and clean the place. I'll just clean it, wash the zinc. <laughs> and the plates kept reducing. Maybe after like two weeks, there will be plates in the house. They will not be smelly. The whole house will be smelly. And I'll now find out everything what I've done. Yeah, I used to do it. Sometimes I can even throw it away. I can throw the plate away. <laughs> I tell you the truth. Praise God. You, we, have to, we have to know that it's unto God. Friends, are you listening to me? Unto God. You are serving God every time you go to work. You're serving God. Anytime somebody gives you a cloth to make, a design to make, you're serving God. serving God every time I'm preaching to you I'm serving God every work is service to God and don't do it anyhow excellence so you have to you have to be excellent at what you do if you're going to be excellent at what you do you're going to have to perfect perfect the craft you're going to perfect the craft then you're going to have to give yourself to trainings and studies. Amen. You know, you know, Jesus is God, right? And you know he was a carpenter. Imagine he made a bad chair. Imagine he made a chair and they took it home and, and somebody broke their back. The question now, who made this chair? God. <laughs> imagine, imagine somebody having to meet God and say, you are God, but... I won't hear the man saying. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. God, I don't know how to tell you, but ah, can you get badly more lafunchia? You would have done better than. You are creator now. I don't come and have a kind insult. You know. I tell you the truth. Imagine if God. Jesus made batches. I think Jesus must have made great chairs. Yeah. He must have made great chairs. So, do you give great service? You have to give great service. You have to give a service that, that looks like God. 
you have to give a service that looks like God. Paul spoke about commitment in that same scripture. Commitment, serving your boss. You have to be committed. You have to be committed to the work. You have to be committed. You have to be loyal. If you're still working there, you have to be loyal. You, You can't join people to insult your company. You can't, you can't say, no, 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 you are disloyal. God says, I'll deal with you. God says, I'll repay you. You have to be loyal. So three things I just want to pick up from that place. Excellence, commitment, and loyalty. Excellence. At whatever level that you are, any work that you do, no ma- and, and make it a culture. You guys know I'm so used to it that you see this is this is the reason why I f- I check if if the pulpit is is in between this. Pe- you think I'm on is too much? No, it's I'm just used to it. I've been trained by God. I'm going to do anything. It's going to be excellent. When I came into the church, one of the things I did was to was to make the tray straight. It was like this. I had to make it straight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not work the way unbelievers work. Let there be a difference. In the in the late in the in the late seventies, eighties, there are some positions that they give to only believers. Yeah, in this in this same country. Because they know that excellence is sure. Are you with me? Don't don't collect money from somebody you may sorrowful. Don't. You must make sure that people people are joyful, excited, thankful when they do business with you. Are you with me? Because if they can't if they can't repay you, God is saying, I'm going to repay you. Are we together, friends? Are you are you angry already? Now, it's all going to add up as we come, as we keep talking about work. So I've spoken about those three things. And let me go further. Now, there are various reasons why work is instituted by God. One of the reasons, of, of course, we have settled kingdom first, right? But one of the reasons is self-care. Paul said that he that does not work should not eat. Paul. He said that that who that does not work should not work. It. Now, but if we balance scripture, you find out that it's not from your work you get food. Because when you check scripture, it says the beds do not toil us. But it's saying that when you have an attitude or a heart that is not given to productivity, then people should not bring welfareism your way. So God doesn't want us to live under a welfare system. He wants all of us to have a desire to produce productivity. Are you with me? God doesn't. Why doesn't God like listening? God can't like listening because he's God. How can we be his children? This man created the, the, the heavens and the earth in seven days. And you are his son. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So you should 
produce. Things should happen because you are there. You should never be in a, a place in your life where you are not adding or causing something to be produced. Never. Productivity must be part of your theme every moment in your life. If you don't have the kind of job you think you deserve, just get something doing for somebody. Support someone. Do something. Are you together with me? Do something. Huh? Do something. There's nothing to do. Sweep the floor. Sweep the floor. Sweep the floor consistently. Sweep it in a way that everybody will know that a kingdom agent is sweeping this floor. Are you with me? Do something. Tell somebody, do something. And friends, do it very well. Do it very well. I'll, I'll still tell you why. The end, the end game to this. I'm going. I'm, I'm building. Just do something. Work. Work. Do something. Find somebody who's doing something and support the person. Work. Have the mindset to always add value. So, talking about self-care. He that doesn't work, Bible says, let's not let that person not eat. Right? If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Is that okay? Yes, sir. So if you're not going to work, what's going to happen to you? To All right, fantastic. <laughs> the, one of the other reasons why we need to work, are you listening to me? It says that he that used to steal should stop stealing and go work. So it means that many times lack of work is the is 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 where thieves are being made. And when you don't want to be productive, then you want to take from those who are who are productive. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Have you seen those people who are who will never work but feel they deserve what you have? Yeah. They are very annoying, you feel like stoning them. Have you met them? Some last bonds, some sport last bonds. Yeah. Their parents didn't track it early enough. If they don't track it early enough, they are the ones that turn to thugs on the road. Yeah. yeah. They, they turn to nuisances. By the time you don't track it early enough, you always say yes to what the child wants. Always say yes. He's never productive. You say he's small, he's small, he's small. By the time a child is getting to two years old, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, two years old. By two years old, your child should be doing what you tell your child to do. By two. If you, if you let your child enter four without you being the one telling the child what to do, you're in crisis. Yeah. Because it's not matured. <laughs> two years old. Your child should start doing what you tell your child to do. Yeah, by two. Two. Any child that doesn't listen to you, you can't really prove that I see your child. Our children must listen to us. So those who don't like work like to like to steal. Yeah. So the question I want to ask you is, what is working because you are putting in effort? Is there anything that your life is causing to be produced? You have to, you have, to have an affirmative answer to that. 
Sometimes you live with people. Sometimes you live with you are in a season where you are living with somebody. You must make sure you are putting work in that home. Make sure. There's, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not respect or big boy that you are not adding value in a place that you are living. Add value. These are just simple things I'm teaching. Add value. Get something doing. Right? So he that doesn't work is going to steal. And it's the third thing he said that we should also work so that we can have what to what I give. So you are a king. You are a solver of problems. You are not a liability. So God wants you to be able to fix things for people. That's God's plan for you. God wants you to be able to say, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. That's who you are. And that's, that, that should be your desire. And if God told you that one of the reasons for working is to stop stealing, you can't start working and still be stealing. And we have many believers who, 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 who are thieves at work, who steal at work. Yeah. We have many people in the house of rape who are thieves. We have many Christians in, this, in the civil service who are thieves. We might even have thieves in this service. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. People who, 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 the people you work with have the liver to tell you to change numbers, to add zeros. And you do it, and you speak in tongues. No, it is, that's, not, that's, that's wrong. We should have a repetition that these ones don't steal. We have believers who cheat in the examination hall. We have tongue-talking believers who cheat in the university. We have pastors who cheat in universities. I asked one, one, one leader on campus, I said, I hope you don't tell people when you're writing exam. He said, I said, hope you don't cheat. I said, I don't cheat. Hope you don't tell people. He said, ah, I tell people now. And they tell me, but I don't cheat. Yeah. Because they have an assumption that that one is help. He said, if the person wants to fail, I said, that, you know, they don't even know. Some people don't even know. Yeah. Many, many, many believers do vote on exemption or if I they call they fact they are they do committee of believers so that they won't ask unbelievers. So believers are asking themselves. People should be afraid to sit beside you. Ah, I can't forget one guy that nearly cost me. He forgot he was we were entering exam or he was not beside me. He didn't know I was the one in front. He just saw me. He said, Ah, are you with him? Are you with him? <laughs> the guy ran away. He said, Are you with him? The guy ran away. <laughs> Another day, one guy was sitting beside me. He was asking me. After that, I remember one time we're doing, when uh, me and Pastor Deji filled out of your secondary school. <laughs> We now went to another secondary school. <laughs> we failed out of our first secondary school. I think I had three C's. He had maybe four or two. Well, which are the rest E, F, D. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we now went to another. <laughs> I went like, <laughs> I went to see the And he was our pastor. He's like, I just... 
went to another, went to another secondary school. In that secondary school, we were doing the work. After a point, they, they come to the all and, and drop the whole answers, both theory and objective, big like this. They just drop it on each, on all our tables. And for every time they came, both of us, we just said, we don't want. And they got used to it. They didn't say, oh, oh. One day, one girl was disturbing me because they didn't bring their answers that day. She was disturbing me. She tapped me, tapped me. So I turned back, I closed my book, and I turned back, and I had a lecture, and I lectured her. <laughs> I said, so actually, what will make me pass this exam is that after the exam, I will go and pray. And I believe it's that prayer that will make me pass it. I said, but if I teach you now, I will not have the confidence to pray. So I will not fail. So that's why I can't tell you anything, so that I can go and pray, Okay. And I said, all right, I understand. <laughs> that was the time in the university, a guy was sitting beside me. He thought I was going to, you know, like break. He kept on disturbing me. I kept on writing. Ah! The guy said that I was not going to change my mind. He just destroyed his seat. He destroyed it and threw it on the floor. But I asked him, yay! I said, well, we said my chair broken. So then I carried him away from me. <laughs> You can't, you, you can't be a believer and you're still stealing. You can't. Your, your prosperity cannot come th- through fraud. It's no more supernatural supply if you had to lie. <laughs> Friends, are you with me? And see, because I'm teaching you these things, there will be opportunities to steal now. It will increase. Yeah. You have to conclude in yourself. You are not living for all these things. If you don't steal and all of them now make 10 million, 5, 5, 50, 50 million, you shouldn't feel like, hey, I should have. No, you are more than that. Kingdom first. Are we together here? Yes, sir. So let me tell you about three or four things about work. You see, work is a major altar. Work is a major altar. It's a major altar. Immediately you go to work, you must understand that you have gone to a major altar. You see, because that is where mammon is being... <laughs> Are you together with me? That is where the cycle and the old mammon arrangement is in. That's why every work of the flesh in this old world is at office. Every work of the flesh. Hatred, bitterness, envy, everything is there. Jazzo, everything, put jazz on your everything is at work. That's where you see the worst of men. So it's a major altar. And also, many times, here this work is also a gauge. You can use it as a prophetic gauge to know your season. By the time you get a type of job, you, you should be able to interpret it to where you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gauge for your seasons. In fact, sometimes when you have some breakthroughs in the realm of the spirit, then they give you some kind of rules even at work. Yeah, it's a it's a proof of what you have what you have done in the spirit sometimes. Yeah. You remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? 
They gave us the basic principle and revelation around work. They said that they give them what everybody will eat. They said, we're not going to eat it. Because the plan here is defilement. So it's an altar of defilement. But after they, they manifested and became ten times bigger, and the other um, um, breakthroughs they had, you notice that they began to promote them. Yeah. Are you together with yes, me? Sir. Am I preaching here? Yes, so you can use it to gauge your seasons. Huh? Another thing about work is that it's that very spot where the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the world intercept. It's the exact spot. It's your best. Listen, there is no opportunity, greater opportunity of ministry and confrontation or with darkness aside work. If you fail at work, you are failed as a Christian. There is no other ground for you to succeed. You can't, you can't, you can't be a soldier and lose a war. And come home and win your wife. You are a soldier. The real battle, you lost it. You now came home and you are beating your wife. I said, you've won the war. No. If you, if you lose at war front, you can't win again. If, this, if the soldier wins, a, if he loses a war and comes back home and beat conductor, that victory is irrelevant. Because you are a soldier not to beat conductor. So as a believer, the only the major place where you confront darkness is work. So you have to win at work. You have to, you have to be boss by the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. Are you together with yes, me? Sir. Am I making sense here now? Yes, Am I making sense here now? Yes, you have to be boss. You see, because that is where they are talking nasty things about sex and all of that. And they just find out that by your, you are gates, you have a spiritual gauge. And you don't join the conversation. And you don't feel intimidated for not joining. You feel superior for not joining. You don't hide. They are talking. I cannot talk. No. You say that. And after a while, they just know that when this guy is there, we won't be talking this thing. Yeah. It's your opportunity. You can't. We will not talk. We will not talk bad thing here. We will not talk any bad thing here. It's at work. Is at work. Somebody will say, I see your, see your bomb bomb, see your this thing. Your other friend, when they told her, I see your bomb bomb, she showed you and say, hey, it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be heavy. <laughs> but, 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 but you tell the guy, really, I don't really appreciate you talking about my body that way. It's not nice. You are better than that. that this, your mommy wouldn't have liked you doing this. Yeah. 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 It's at work. It's at work you have the opportunity to confront with boldness. Not with anger. It's at work. Everybody's angry and they see, and they see the smile of Jesus on your face. And all your other girls are, what was making you happy? <laughs> just, you have joy. Are you together with me? I just have the joy of the spirit. Don't carry the, don't allow the worldly spirit enter inside you because you are, because you are at work. Are you together with me? You carry a superior spirit. Tell somebody, I carry a superior spirit. Superior. So it's that place, that ultimate confrontation. Huh? Ultimate confrontation. And the solution is not for us to have Christian businesses. Yeah. Are we going to have Christian businesses? Yes. But, but that's, not, that's not the ultimate solution. It's the kingdom of this world must become the kingdom of our God and his Christ. Yeah. Yeah. We infiltrate. We step in. 
After a while, your Daniel will invite your Shedrach and invite another Abednego. And they find out that they are a people, they are different. They are different. My first year in university, first year, my governor did not do six months. I removed him. I removed him as governor and removed him as student. Yeah, he lost his whole admission, everything. Because he, he, he told me to come and pay expo for, for, for exam. And I told him I wouldn't do that. And I told him I'm disappointed in him for even reason. I said, you just started your life. You're already doing expo. And I got close to him when I was talking to him. So that it's important for me to let Satan know I'm not afraid. Very important to me. So when I'm dealing with Satan, I don't do it. I want you to be sure I'm not afraid. So I got close to him. Very close. Close beyond comfort. I was so close. My knees were touching his knees like this. And then I said, you are, you are, you are a stupid boy. <laughs> a stupid boy. I said, we just started. You are ready to do expo. I should pay money for B. I said, you are a stupid person. <laughs> eh, what of the other day? He now told the lad nothing that never happened. I said, in the next seven days, because you have lied against me, you and your old family every day, there will be new, new reports of what you guys never did. I'll be, is, it, oh, is, it, is it enough? <laughs> yeah. The next, time, the, the, the next time he saw me, he was checking my bag into, into an hotel room. Yeah. After some years, the next time we saw, he was checking my bag into an hotel room. Yeah. That same, that two weeks after that, they removed him. They removed him and the old university, the old class was waiting for me to be the next governor. Yeah, I ran away. Because I knew my kingdom is not of this world. Yeah. And then I went later and then we chose new executives and new leaders. We changed the old ones. We chose new ones. And I was influential in doing that. You see, because, because I don't turn off when I go to... I don't turn off. I don't turn off when I go to work. I, in fact, that's when I need to turn on. Yeah. We carry, we carry a domineering spirit. A takeover spirit. We, 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 we strategize. How can we take over? How? That's the plan. And we can take over from anywhere. We can take over from gates, from the gates. We can be gate man and take over. We don't, we don't have to be MD to take over. From gate man. Are you with me, friends? Yes, sir. We don't have to be, you don't have to be MD. See, some gate men are more valuable than some believers who have even top positions. More valuable. Because they, they express Christ. So it's the place where the world and the church actually. How many hours do you spend in church? How many hours do you spend at work? How many? Let's plan it. Let's, let's do the math. You spend the whole day at work. You spend a few hours here. So where should you turn the light on? There. So don't go there. Don't go there again feeling bad. Go knowing that you are going for the real service. All the old Monday preaching was to prepare, all the Sunday and Wednesday preaching was to prepare you for there. And so you can't now be feeling sad anytime you want to go there. If you are feeling sad about where you want to go there, then begin to pray and say, Father, what have you ordained me for? Which work am I meant to do? Because that's another conversation. So that you can walk in the place of your grace. Then let them, let's see. Are you with me? 
It's that place where the world, church, you know, intercepts. Pray for your business. Pray for your pray for your colleagues. Receive a word of God from a word from God for them. Receive a word. You get the point. Receive a word. The Bible says that two will be grinding, one will be taken. That is to say, you have to go where they are grinding. The kingdom must be made manifest in when where mundane things are going on. Also, lastly, work is the address. Where God will send your blessing to. Because the Bible says he's going to bless the work of your hands. So your work is your address. If God is going to bless, what he's blessing is your work. So your work is the address of God's blessing. So you better write your address eligibly. That's with how you, how you execute it. So it means that there is no blessing coming to you outside of work. Are you together with me? Yes, you can't say God bless me, God bless me and you are doing nothing. He will bless the work of your hands. Are you blessed by this? Yes, I said are you blessed by this? Yes, so we need to wear a new attitude. Wear your creativity. Where you are, where your spiritual abilities go there as a priest, go there as a king. Are you with me? Yes, be like, be like, um, 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 is it Jacob when Laban said, It's because of this guy God is blessing me? Because of this guy, God, be that loyal to your business and make sure it prospers because you are there. Make sure you put your best before you leave because God sees it and God's going to reward it. He might not reward it in that business. He, can, he will reward it in another business. Can we go to the next one? Are you blessed? Yes, sir. So even though I'm discussing work, but we know that what the Bible told us the judge shall live by is faith. So now I'm getting to the crux of the matter now. So the vehicle of your supply is faith. Your supernatural supply is going to take the vehicle. And you supply the vehicle. The vehicle is faith. You use faith to receive. Hmm. Hmm. So there is a difference between what God has given and what you received. A lot of us know about what he has given, but we don't know how to receive. And what was given is not automatically received. What was given is not what automatically received. So the challenge with many believers is that we don't know how to receive from God. So this is where I now want to step into some conversations. Now the first one you need to understand as for how to receive from God is that faith is how to receive from God. The Bible says that we have been saved by grace. What's grace? Grace is the power of God. And it is through faith. So grace saved you. Faith collected it. Are you with me? So faith is your hand in the spirit. You collect with faith. You collect by faith. And so he that doesn't know how to operate faith doesn't know how to collect. 
Are you together with me? So we have to up our collection game. God, if you don't know how to collect, then you must know how to work hard. Are you with me? Faith is the tool for receiving. Faith is the tool for receiving. It's the tool for receiving. It's the tool for receiving. Are you blessed? Faith is the tool for receiving. And so, you must know how to do business with words. Because words is how, is his own channel of giving. Uh Uh-huh. If God's going to give you something, he's going to tell you he has given you. That's all. If God's going to give you something, what's he going to do? He's going to tell you. How do you convert words to things? You must know how to do that. He's just going to tell you. I'm going to bless you. He's blessed you. I'm going to give you this. He's giving it to you. Because when he was going to create the heavens and the earth, he didn't go molding the sun. He didn't go molding the moon. He said, let there be. Let there be. Let there be. Imagine the God that used words to create the heavens and the earth. Then your own life, how is he going to do it? Let there be. You are better let there be. Words. And we weren't trained that way. We were trained to only receive what we can see. And so now you need to retrain yourself to receive what you have heard. We're not trained. Our parents trained us to only receive what we can see. We even say saying is believing. But blessed is the man who believes but did not see. So you have to learn to receive what you have heard. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So God is just going to keep speaking to you. And he's not going to do more than that. And God takes pleasure in giving you stuff and blessing you. He takes pleasure in it. How do I know? I take pleasure in buying my son stuff. And I'm an evil person according to Jesus. He said, how how have you been evil? Know how to give good gifts to your children. So I'll talk less of God. I have the plan. I have a car I want to buy for my son. I'm preparing for it. I have this. I just have dreams for him. And I'm evil. What about God? Praise the name of the Lord. So he's, he's, he's desirous to bless you. How many of you know that God is desirous to bless you? Are you definite that God is desirous to bless you? That the reason I'm blessed is because he's doing God. He's God's hand. He's, God, he's doing God somehow. He just wants to bless me. God is in a hurry and a rush to bless me. So if you have a God who has that level of intention, can anything stop your blessing? I can hear you. Nothing. Now, this is how you should start thinking. A lot of you think, how will it happen? That's not how you should think. Think who wants to do it. Uh, Who who wants to do it? His name is God. He's got power. He's got power. Ah, Friends, I'm confident about life. I'm definite about life. Listen, I'm so definite about his intention to supply, to bless, to enrich 
Are you together with me? To bless and to enrich. You see, God's desires are so... He, he can't even quantify what he wants to do for me. I'm the one to put number to it. Praise God. It takes pleasure. It takes pleasure in giving you. And God doesn't like when you can't receive. One of the things that makes God unhappy is if you can't receive. The Bible says, without faith, you can't please God. Now, faith is a major tool for receiving. So it means that when you don't receive, God is not happy. He said, without faith, it is not possible to please God. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. He said, without faith, it is not, it is not possible. Without faith, it is not possible to please God. It means that whenever God sees faithlessness, he can't be happy. Yeah. If you lie, increase prayer, he won't be happy. Yeah. Increase anything, he won't be happy. It's that faith that will make him happy. You see, Jesus was going to raise somebody who had died for four days, and this is how we prayed. I know that you always hear me. In fact, the reason why I've decided to even open my mouth to pray about this is because of these people here. Oh my God, a second of faith is more effective than 10 hours of prayers without faith. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people brag about praying for long. I look at them, they don't even have faith. Yeah, a lot of people brag. I believe in long prayers, but not for the sake of long prayers. For sake of fellowship, there's there's nothing called ten hours. What happened to what, so ten hours, Uncle? How many? How many? What is ten hours in eternity? <laughs> so if you do ten hours, thank God, it help, it, it it fosters intimacy. But but make sure it's more than that ten hours. Make sure real faith transactions happen. You can't tell me you are doing ten hours and you doubt that God loves you. You can't tell me you do 10 hours and you don't know that God wants to bless you. You can't tell me you do 10 hours and you can't believe for anything. Some people do 55 hours and can't give. They don't give. Because we'll get there. Giving is one of the proof of faith. Ah, It's one of the proof. They do 15 hours, they can't give. You are lying. I have faith. I have faith. You also have the measure of faith. I flow the gift of faith. I love the gift of faith. I flow in the gift of faith. If you are close to me, you know, I flow in the gift of faith. And I love it. The gift of faith is the coordinating gift that coordinates every other gift. He said, if you want to prophesy, prophesy according to proportion of faith. You, if we take the gift of faith, you can't operate any or the other gift. Because everything you can do with God is by faith. Yeah. Without faith, you can't even be born again. Faith. Makes God happy. So God is happy 
when you have faith. If without faith it's impossible to please God, what about with faith? You always please God. When God just knows that you are always, you are always sure that He will show up. Those who expect God are God's friends. Those who don't expect Him, God has no plan to visit them. Yeah. It is the expectation of the righteous that will not be cut short. It's not His murmuring. Faith. This afternoon, your faith is rising. Hey! You are just getting sure and definite that everything must be alright. Everything must be alright. Everything is shifting and changing. Everything must be alright. God is working it out. I said God is working it out. And is working it out better and better. Greater and greater. Finer and finer. Because the path of the righteous man shines brighter and brighter. And that's my exact precise story. When you come back to me tomorrow, you won't meet me where you left me yesterday. Jehovah would have done something new. That's my story. When you come back tomorrow, I would have moved because the God whom I expect, he would have come. I said I would have moved. The sickness has disappeared. The poverty has gone. The pain has ended. The lack has gone. For the Lord God is on my side. Faith talks and is exact. Faith knows what will happen because it is the substance. You can by faith overcome sin. You haven't really been thought about that. You can by faith overcome sin. By faith. You see, any miracle you expect, any miracle you receive without faith, you are still a baby. You are still working with help. What's that stuff they used to use? Eh? Is it crawler? Walker. You are still using walker. Yeah. You are still using walker. In the spirit, how you really walk is by faith. If you don't do it by faith, you are not. The Bible says whatever is not of faith is sin. So faith gets God excited. Now, 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 you know what you do. You know what you do when, have you had a younger friend or a brother that makes you happy? The ease with which they access your wardrobe is another level. People who make you happy have a way to reach your goodness. And people who don't make you happy, no matter how much they work hard, you just do eh, my, my law, my law. And the people who make you happy, sometimes they are very irresponsible. But you don't find out you keep blessing them. Because the guy just makes you laugh. Okay, this idiot has come again. Faith makes God weak. But faith is how you touch God's soft spot. Yeah. It says faith gives him pleasure. Without faith, you are not making God happy. Ah. God had to dedicate a old chapter to children, to his guys who has faith. Hebrews chapter. He said, "We can tell about my guy." He said, "We can mention that they did not mention idiots. They did not mention people who didn't have it." God dedicated the old chapter. 
of his book. I was writing about men who had faith. And he had, he put Rahab's name there. Put Rahab's name there. He said, that girl, I like him. He said, but she's a prostitute. I like him. I like her like that. <laughs> faith. She received from th- something from God and she didn't let it go. Yeah. She received it. What did she use from God? She received the knowledge that these people were God's people. And she was sure God would deliver them. She, 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 bet, she bet her life on a country that was still on a walk against a, an established country. She risked her life. She, she put more value on a country that is not yet formed over a formed one. She already was part of a proper country. She bet her life for a country that is still working, trying to form one day. And she told them, Mona, no forget to warn. I want to destroy these people because if and I go destroy them. I'm sure those guys came as spies. They didn't come as warrior, but she believed that spies were going to defeat a whole nation. They came. They came fearful. Are you with me? Yes, sir. As a language of faith, when you put faith on a small stone, Goliath is in crisis. A small faith stone. It's more powerful than Saul's sword. Faith is what brings the victory, not sword or shield. Faith is what brings the victory, not sword or shield. Are you together with me? Praise God. So faith is premised on the character of God. Abraham counted God faithful. Are you with me? Premised on the ability of God the atmosphere of God, and the purpose of God. Amen. Amen. The major fruit, the major expression of faith is giving. Now let me tell you something about giving. I think I'll be able to finish my teaching. Are you with me, friends? Oh, Father, give me, help me, Father. Let me, help me to help my friends. Are we together here? Shout giving. See, forget God's supply if you don't understand giving. Forget God's, God's supply. Giving. Amen. So we, we talk about giving. Giving is it's a proof of life. It's the proof of life. Is a sense of kings. It's a sense of kings. Kings don't live for themselves. And we are kings and priests unto God. Amen. Amen. So giving is lifestyle for us. Right? We give because... What we have is not our own. And even we ourselves, we don't own ourselves, right? Yes, sir. So it's, it's, it's basic life. Spiritual life. Christian life. But I'll just teach us the, the, the way it should be done in the kingdom. One of some of the things I know that God has taught me. 
Of course, don't forget, kingdom is what? First. You remember? What is first? Kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom is first. Kingdom is first. So when we look at the whole idea of giving, the, 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 the first base upon which our giving is directed is towards the kingdom. Are we together here? I told you it's not for poverty elevation. It's not kingdom giving is way higher than being a philanthropist. Right? Are you, are you with me? So, we talk about kingdom giving. Of course, the base of kingdom giving, the family is the smallest unit of any society. And even in the kingdom, your local, as the local assembly is the is is smallest unit of the kingdom. Am I correct here? The local assembly. And that's why uh, you can't engage the kingdom outside the local assembly. And this is the error some people get into where they disconnect from the local assembly. It's, it's never going to happen. You can't, you can't engage the body of Christ. Are you with me? It starts from where? Your local assembly. So you have to look for a local assembly that your spirit... You see, because, you see, a local, the decision of a local assembly is a spiritual decision. It's not an emotional decision, Right? Because the local assembly is the basic, is the basic uh, uh, place where your spirit is being fed. Fed with, with the word, prayers, and more important, fed with community. Huh? Do you know this? When a child doesn't grow in a proper family, there's a way it turns out to be. Also, a believer who doesn't grow in a local assembly, there's a way they turn out to be. They are prone to heresies and they are wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you ask a guy or a girl, what's the name of your, what's the name of your church? And he devalues that question. You have a wild person. Are you together with me? Because the local assembly is everything to us. Everything to us. This is where we get the word of God. This is where we get family. This is where we associate with, with God's kingdom, with God's people. This is where we get judgment. This is where we get healing. The Bible says, is any of you sick? What should he do? He should go to the elders of his local assembly. Let them pray for him. And the prayer of the sick, he said, if he has a sin, the sin will be forgiven. Are you with me? And the prayer of faith shall do what? Shall, shall raise the sick from the, shall raise him from his sick bed. Praise God. He says, if you have a fault with a brother, how would you find a brother if you don't have a local assembly? He says, go to the brother and tell him. He says, if he doesn't listen, take two more brothers and go tell him. Then take it to the eldership. Take it to the church. Then if he doesn't listen, treat him as an Eden. So a local assembly is everything to us. And so a local assembly is not where you attend. Are you with me? It's not the church you attend. It's the church you you, you engage. It's a community you relate with. Bible spoke about the church in Antioch. He said there were certain prophets and teachers. But for there to be prophets and teachers, there had to be a church. Are you with me here? Are you listening to me, friends? Please, let's reduce the movement as much as we can. 
So you need to be connected properly to a local assembly as a believer. Where you are serving, where you are being loved, where you are growing in love, growing in forgiveness, where you are being offended and you forgive and all of that. You must have a community, a, a committee of a, a community of friends. You must have eldership around your life. Hmm? Don't do covenant with people who don't have a community. Don't do covenant with people who don't have oversight. Praise God. Don't do covenant with people who take your community for granted. And who take your oversight for granted. Because you might think it's about love now. You'll find out that you are in their need of that oversight in few years to come, a few months. Praise God. And, you know, when, when Jesus was talking about how to settle our disputes, that means he was saying that there's so much weight in the local assembly that in a brother normally should be should take the position of another brother strongly. And what's off when elders, like a, a normal Christian should be afraid when two of his pastors knock on his door. It's enough. Your, your, your husband should be afraid that he, you, you knocked on the door, he saw you and saw two pastors with you. Yeah. That's, those, these are the reasons why the Bible says that we don't have to go to the judge of the world to judge our matter. He said, is there not a judge? Is, is, are there no elders in your midst? Knowing that you guys are going to judge angels. You saw that guy they helped us to sack uh, last week. The winner helped us to sack. That now went on social media and said they sack him. The main reason why they should have sacked him since. Idiots. <laughs> And that's why you must be careful of this new spirit of victimhood. Is 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 one of the weapons of the last days to emotionally mess you up. A whole commission sack you. The next thing you want to do is to go and what would they say? What are you doing there? Any tree that will not bear fruit, we cut it. We cut you. The man of God still goes on evangelism. Bishop David with his wife still goes for evangelism. The man has private jets. I've not traveled for about four years. God says stay in, stay in Nigeria. Parenting churches, wasting, if, if that's how Bishop was doing it when he was, would, would you have a church to, to pastor? Why wouldn't your church grow? What's wrong with you? Why wouldn't church grow? Your church should grow. It doesn't have to be mega church. Your church should grow. What? If your church does not grow, it's because you are not doing evangelism. If you step outside every day, you will save soul. Yeah. You have the spirit of Christ in you. You will save soul. By the time you save soul, the soul will come to your church. There are pastors who don't go. There are pastors who don't go to church. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you the truth. All those mega churches. Yeah, there are pastors. They don't. They won't go to church. A pastor was giving a story of a church he went to. A one one minute church he went to. The past, he said he went there about three times. The pastor did not come. Yeah. Sometimes the church is locked. They say the pastor is with key. The members will stay outside. Yeah. Yeah. The, past, the members will stay outside. But not they don't see key, they will go. 
Yeah, yes. The guy said that he's been tired, that he's doing a business somewhere. And he's collecting salary. Plenty or not small. Plenty. There are pastors who are still selling something in computer village. Yeah. They will not be rushing to close. They will not be rushing. They will not be sweating. <laughs> so today, Jesus pastor, fire the pastor. If it was a natural, if it was a company, wouldn't you have been sacked? Don't you have KPI? Is it KPI? How do you are calling it? You don't have KPI in company. You do not meet your KPI. They not sack you. Not say they have sacked me. And they, you are not okay. How many times people do those shunning people sack? All those banks, all those people sack them. There was still a young pastor. I saw a documentary. Bishop Oedipo himself testified to. He told them to play the documentary. The guy went. He was from one village. After a while, he hit about hundred villages and and he sparked revival. One young guy, yeah. So the local assembly is so important. Imagine the lives of some of us will be without this church. Yeah, a local assembly is so important. It's it's where we bet lives. So you have to be connected to one. He says, don't you have elders amongst you? So by the time you already start seeing people putting, a believer putting church matter on social media, you know that it's already led by another spirit. There's no explanation for it. There's no explanation for it. Who are you talking to? Ooh, we are talking to God's enemy to help us solve our problem. The world hates Jesus. Jesus Christ said they hate me and they will hate you guys. And they are the ones you now go to them again to help. You have to part of local assembly. You have to be committed to local assembly. You need another person to name your child. And when you die, you need people who will bury you and they won't feel guilty for burying you that you don't deserve burial. Because you were never committed. Yeah. Paul told, Paul told them, he told them, Timothy, he said, any widow that not do normal before his husband died, Mona, no take care of her. Yeah. He said, if he did not take care of the apostles, he did not, he did not do normal. He said, he will give it to you. You see it. You see, any widow, don't say because you're a widow, my mother died. There's nothing called that one. If, it, if she didn't do normal before her husband died, let her enjoy herself like Let her be like that. Because it's serious work. Are you with me here? So, so that's the smallest unit of God's kingdom. You have to be committed to it. Praise God. You have to be part of it. Your brothers must have weight in your life. Your sisters must have weight in your life. Are you together with me? You, you can't live alone. You can't say it doesn't concern anybody. It concerns all of us. You can't make important decisions alone without the involvement of your brothers and your sisters. But today we're talking about giving. So also the local assembly is your first point of giving. And that's why in this house... When we use, if we go to collect a tithe, I ask you, there was several times I've asked people who have come forward to give tithe, and I called them, I said, if I'm giving tithe, that means you're a member of this church. Because I've not been seeing you. If you are not a member of this church, go and give your tithe elsewhere. You see, because it's your basic, it's your basic involvement, financial involvement in the things of the kingdom. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. Are you with me? Yes, sir. You're tithing. You're tithing. 
We don't call it tithe, but because of this conversation, we're calling it tithe. Because some of us do more than 10%. But you must have a basic um, um, percent, a basic portion of your income that you consistently, regularly give to your local assembly. And the reason you're doing that is that you're saying, God, when I give, I don't lose. When I give, I partner. And that's the first level of partnership. That's, is it bronze? <laughs> that's the basic level of partnership in kingdom things. Please, please, don't spend years finding out that I'm correct. I bet you I'm correct. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with a consistent, cons- and, and I bet you also you are not giving your all. It was a, it's a lie. The enemy is telling you you are giving your all. You are not giving your all. Don't say, I don't do 10%. I give my all. Friend, you are not giving your all. You are, you, you are, you are, you are scamming heaven. Start, give the basic first. Then after you are giving the basic, now give the all. You get my point? It's a basic level of honor. And it's a proof to let God know that, Father, everything that... Pastor, why can't I do 5%? I, I, I didn't see anybody do 5% in the Bible. Yeah. By the time you check Abraham, you check Jacob, you check Malachi, it was all 13%. So when you look at that history, I don't want to write another scripture. Praise God. Shout kingdom first. I can't hear you. Your voice is going lower. Come on. That's basic. A basic involvement. Don't forget, I told you, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It's not a statement, it's a, it's a realm. Some of you are going to live here and your giving level, you enter another level with just excitement and joy. Yeah. Are you with me? This is going to be, it's so much fun, I'm telling you the truth. I tell you the truth. So there are basic, there are three basic things the, the, the Titan is used for, basically. When you look from the Old Covenant and even the New Testament, it's used to take care of God's people. Let there be, let there be, let there be food in my store. Right? It's used to advance Kingdom uh, programs and kingdom kingdom agendas. Are you together with me? Yes, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's also used for the welfare of of um, of of God's servants. Are you with me? Yes, Both at the level of eldership and apostleship. Eldership in the sense of those who provide oversight of the local assembly and those who provide oversight over those who provide oversight. Those are apostolic coverings. Are you together with me? You will find out that a lot of the local churches were very relevant in taking care of some of Paul's mission's work. So, for example, it's our responsibility as a church to make sure that the apostles, you know, that provide government for me, you get my point now, are being supported in what they do. Are you together with me? Let me tell you statements you never make because you'll be a fool in the face of angels. Don't say, does Bill Gates pay tight? 
Don't say that. The angels will laugh at you. Because we are talking family matter here. It's not part of the family. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Huh? If they say they wash plates after eating in another house, in somebody's house, really you eat to wash plates. You know, I say, but those people, when they eat, everybody drop plates and their kitchen is still clean. You are not making any sense. It, it has no point. Are you with me? Yes, no point, right? Yes, Absolutely no point. Do you believe in healing? Yes, Does Begir believe in healing? <laughs> so, there's no point. You get my point? And you who believe in healing, sometimes you fall sick. Yeah. So there's no point. Don't don't be an don't don't be an illiterate in in heaven. Don't let the angels close their eyes laughing at you. Don't, don't have those conversations. We're not just talking about tithing to be blessed. We're talking about the ways of God. We're not talking about how to double money. Yes, it brings prosperity, but that's not the basis of our conversation. We are saying this is how God wants us to behave. A portion of your income must be committed to your local assembly. And you commit it first. Huh? You don't commit it after. You say, I'm keeping it. You don't be spending money. My tithe is zero me. Then after you have spent it, now remain your tithe and a little. Now I say, ah. You are not a warrior. That's how soldiers of Christ behave. What we give to God, go first. So I spoke about three, three or four things. I said, let there be storehouse in God's house. You see, because sometimes, if you are wondering why the pastors, the pastors, the pastors are doing eating tight, all they do not are eating is tight to eating. <laughs> we are all eating the tight together. So the next day you abuse the pastor, do that you are already eating tight. And it's jet tight. <laughs> this one is tricky tight. <laughs> you know what? The, you know what the world has done? They bully the church. And because the church has not been strengthened with this kind of truth, we're unnecessarily bullied. No need for bully. Some of you, they tell you that your pastor has chopped all your tights. Ah, you, have, you now do the mask. Ah, go the to do, guys. <laughs> yeah, you have been bullied because, because we are not well trained. Yeah. yeah. There's absolutely no church, no church that has a genuine Christian, not deep pastor, a, a basic pastor that the pastor has a business with spending the tight. It's not possible. The responsibilities of a house are too mega. You get my point now. And I tell you the truth. Except you want to be, to be a genuine pastor is very tough. Yeah. Except you know how to flow in it in grace, but naturally speaking is tough. Very tough. And that's why those who want to make money out of it act, just turn out to be fake, like babalawo kind of stuff. Because if it was that easy, eh, all these people talking would have set up churches. The one likes money. If pastoring business was that lucrative, uh, they would have set up stuff. The percentage, how many pastors in Nigeria have private jets? 
Not up to five. That are functioning, not the one that I had one time. It's not up to one percent of the information of the old pastors. It's not. It's not up to zero zero point zero one zero 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 one percent. Yeah. You know how many pastors, pastor churches, small churches, till they die. Most churches don't grow. They just till they die. It's just because you don't see it because they are not they are not so beautiful to be seen. If you go on your normal seat, there are many churches there. If you ask for their age, some of them were there before you were born. And if you see the crisis in the church, they will have serious battles. They won't be more than fifteen, but if you hear the battles there. I'm telling you, serious battle. The women head and this person's head, later they will transfer to their children. Yeah. Their children, the women, they, they, they were in the battles as young girls. They gave birth, their children inherited it. As I'm on my vegetable Thanksgiving. Just used to do shakara to the other women that their child have not gone to school. Some parents, their pain, maybe when their child get pregnant, the pain is that, ah, I'm going to for you, me, show, It's not about the child, though. It's not about the child. <laughs> she remembers how she dealt with her, her friend's child. And now the thing has entered her child. Ah! <laughs> so don't think it's that simple. It's that easy. It's work. Are you with me? Yes. It's work. One of my, not a close friend, but uh, someone I know who had some issues and, and, and had to be rushed to a psychiatric home. A pastor went to see him in psychiatric home and they find out that in that ward, 90% of everybody there were pastors. Yeah. 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 Almost everybody in the ward were pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Without the spirit is, is an abnormal work. It's not a normal work. You know, there was a particular day I had three different news. One very bad, one very good, one average. I was not asking myself, how should I behave today? <laughs> because the day somebody died, somebody got a, somebody got a good job and somebody was saved from something and I wonder which of these emotions should I use? And every prophet that prophesies over anyone, I'll be the one to watch whether the prophecy will come to pass or not. And so every prophet must know what they are saying because the person you prophesy to is me they will look at. Yeah. Everybody that you prayed for that didn't get healed, you see them next week. If I go outside and pray for someone, prayers will not get hit. I will go to another church. <laughs> but if you pray for your member, after you have prayed for them, say, Ava, how are you feeling now? <laughs> Pastor, the end is the end. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have an idea of what it means 
to be a pastor. You don't have, if you are not a pastor, you don't have an idea. It's because all the problems you are solving, you have it. Pastoring does not give you money. So if you are solving people's financial issues, it's not me your own is solved. Pastoring does not mean automatic wisdom for a good marriage. So all the marriage counseling you are doing, you need it. All the things people... The pastor is like everybody. He's just taken out of them and anointed. And is also growing and developing. Yeah. I'm not asking for pity. I'm just telling you to understand. <laughs> you see, you might be offended that, that I'm not... I didn't wish you happy birthday. You might be offended that you are... You might think you are... You have a valid reason. To, but don't forget that you have one or two people to wish happy birthday. I have a lot of people to wish happy birthday. And you might be offended that I haven't visited you. But don't forget that I have a lot of people to visit. That what you do to one or two persons, I have the responsibility to hundreds. Mm. And so you might have two, three calls a day. And you pick everything. But when you have hundred, will you be able to pick everything? Yeah. You, you, you see, when you are to be busy, it's not just to be busy that you are grinding tomato. You, you can be standing and you are busy. You can't pick a call. Because there's no more space. Because you pastor with your heart. And so everything you are told enters your heart. And you have taken enough from last week, upper week, and you can't take no Nothing else can enter that place. Yeah. And aside from all the loads you have, you have your own individual one. Yeah. It's just there. So it's work. It's serious work. Are you now doing like this? <laughs> Serious work. Serious work. I like going outside churches to enjoy the service because I really enjoy service in, in, in church. Really. I don't enjoy the service the way you enjoy it. Because whilst you are receiving, I'm making sure you are receiving. So every service is work for me, it's not necessarily receiving. Because I'm concerned if the sound is good. I'm concerned if that is good. I'm concerned if that is good. I'm concerned if that is good, if this is good. Sometimes I go to the toilet and I imagine, is this toilet good enough? And so all those things you are thinking about, so many things, you are not even enjoying the service. Many times when I go to another service, I'm having fun. Leave the light, let us, let let everything blow, that's your business. That's why I go to programs. I just want to enjoy myself. I'm not, I'm not thinking of how it, how it works. You, you think of everything. As a pastor, you think of everything. You have to think of everything. Yes, your eldership also joins you to think of it, but it still, it still, it still boils on you. Yeah. Everybody you invite, you have to take good care of. Yeah, you have to take good care of. Sometimes you don't invite people you want to invite because you can't afford taking care of them. Yeah. It's work. So you have to participate with your heart. 
So we, 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 we fight or give a percentage because of participation, responsibility is the principle of the first. Because we know when we give the first, the whole is blessed. There can be food in the storehouse, care for the priests and the mother kingdom initiatives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So that's the first level. That's the entrance level. If you are not doing this, you are not partnering with God financially. If you are not doing this, you are not in partnership. You are not, there is no fellowship. There is no covenant. So do this first. Say, Father, 10, 15, whatever your faith can do. Whatever your faith can do. So that God can take responsibility of your supply. Are you with me, friends? Give me 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Are you blessed? 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I'm enjoying this. Start from verse 1, please. Oh, no. Is it Second Corinthians then? Second 9. We would also use that one, but let's the second 9. Alright. Now, concerning the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you, for I know your willingness about which I boast of you to the Macedonians, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal has stirred up the majority. Yet I have sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this respect, that as I said, you may be ready, lest if some Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared. We, not to mention you, should be ashamed of this confident boasting. So Paul was, conf- was boasting about this particular... Are you with me? Yes, sir. He was boasting about this particular church... And his boast was on the premise that um, they give. Huh? Can can is that would that boast be a rumor over your life? All right, those are the questions you answer in your heart. (laughs) Jeff, I thought necessary to exhort the brethren to go to you ahead of time and prepare your generous gift beforehand, which you had previously promised. That it may be ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging obligation. But this I say, he who sows sparingly. Now, even though it's of generosity out of obligation, but still I need you to understand. Now, they are talking about money here. That he who sows sparingly will reap what? Sparingly. So how you sow will determine how your harvest will be. Are you together with me? So if you are sowing sparingly, you will reap sparingly. How will I know if I'm sowing sparingly? You have to shut your heart when your heart is telling you do more. That's how you know. It's, okay. it's enough now. It's enough. That's sparingly. It's your heart that tells you because you are meant to do it from proposing in your heart. So your heart knows what you are meant to sow. 
He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not gradually or of necessity. You get the point? So gradually is not good. Necessity too is not good. They say we should. They say it's necessity. But how should you give? For God loves. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. See, friends, these are some of the scriptures may I go and look for because they are cheat scriptures. After God so loved the world, and as he said, there are some people God loves them specially. I don't joke with that. He said, God loves a cheerful giver. So I need to train my heart to be cheerful around giving. Uh, because I know God will do wonders to somebody that he loves. God loves a what? A cheerful giver. So you have to develop yourself. But I'm not naturally cheerful. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a cheerful giver. Are there people who are doing to be? No, you, you mature. You grow into it. Are you with me? Let's read. And God is able to make all grace abound to you. So giving breaks you into an order called what? All grace. So it means that your giving will affect every area of your life. All grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things. Hey. May have an abundance for every good work. Can you see what your locks? Those are things given or locks. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your word of your righteousness. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God, for the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of saints, but it's also abounding through many thanksgivings to God. That when you give, it's not just that you, you meet the needs of the saints. You are, you are increasing the thanksgiving that goes to God. So this uh, church, for example, we should give so much that you, we are just thanksgivings is going to God. Because when you give to someone and the person's problem is fixed, what does he do? He thanks God. So if we increase that, what will be happening? Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So an LD church, what will be here? Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. That's the name of your next child. Thank God. Let's give your child tango. I have a friend. I know someone whose name is Tango. Let's have that atmosphere of Tango. Because there's so much liberality. Alright, let's read. While through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of what? Of Christ. For your liberal sharing with them and all men. And by their prayer for you who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you see that giving will always precede harvest. Amen. Amen. You see, it is a law that God put in place that will be here to relieve the earth. As long as this earth remains... There would always be seed time and what? And harvest. And harvest. Are we together now? Yes, sir. So we we'll give our basic 
um, introduction to giving is our tightening of our consistent um, contribution. We also give to those who minister to us spiritually. Amen. Amen. Are you together with me? You have to. It's a proof that you really value. Because you see, a message is greater than an offering. In who He who taught the word has done more than he who gave an offering. Are you together with me? So if you, if you value your offering more than the preaching, then how can the preaching cause impact inside you? So the reason why you still withhold is that you don't count more valuable that which was told you. Am I preaching here? So you see in that place that we read, we saw how giving releases. This is Paulo talking about how giving causes abounding of what? Of grace. Give me the scripture I was talking about. The one you first opened. So seed time and harvest time. Not seed time and harvest time. Give me that one. Let me just quickly read it. Then I'll go to seed time and harvest time. I'm happy we're rounding off this today. Very happy. God is granting us speed. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 9. You were there. He said, whoever, do, do we have right, do we have no right to take along a believing wife? As also the other apostles, the brothers of the Lord and Kephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working? Whoever goes to war at, whoever goes to war at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit? Or who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock? Do I say these things as a mere man? Or does the law say the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses. Are you with me? So Paul is saying that what I'm saying now, the law says it also. Which means that, that something was in the law of Moses does not make it invalid in the New Testament. Are you together with me? There are some things in the law of Moses that crosses into the New Testament. So far it still maintains the spirit of Christ. Are we together here? Are you gaining understanding and maturity? You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. It is, is it oxen God is concerned about? So you can see God is not concerned about what oxen. So those who don't want us to kill animals and say they want to be eating vegetable. God says, I don't care about oxen, you know. Or does this say it all together for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt. This is written that he who plows should plow in hope. And he who threshes in hope should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown spiritual things to you. So, so oversight and preaching and all of that is sowing spiritual things. So it means that what I'm doing right now, I'm planting. Who else can do it? Only apostles, prophets, no, no businessman can do it though. Everything I've done here, Dangote cannot do it. Never. He, he can't. He can't. He has to first 
do altar call first. Even after doing altar call, it's not sure because they might not, it might not be called into the fivefold. Because it's you that turns a celebrity to a psalmist after he gets saved. God does not do it. You are the one that think if Beyonce gets saved, she'll be a worship leader. No, it's your thinking. It's your, it's your thinking. Say, ah, if she can just use this gift for God, all these gifts are for God. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. <laughs> are we together, friends? Are you blessed? Yeah. If you are blessed, give God some praise. <laughs> if we have sold spiritual things to you, is it a great thing if we reap your material things? It's not a great thing. It's not a great thing. It's a, it's a basic thing. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I was now also talking about seed time and harvest. It's a principle that would forever be um, consistent upon the face of the earth. Are you with me? Consistent principle. Seed time and harvest. Also giving, listen to me, also giving is an expression of faith. And that's why there's something called seed faith. That sometimes God can inspire you to give in response to a miracle that you're expecting. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you can be led. Now that's not the only way God solves our problems. But sometimes it does happen. Where the Spirit of God will inspire you and say, give an offering for this challenge. Yeah. And you can and other times if God doesn't tell you you can tell yourself yeah if God don't move you you move things yeah yeah because God always responds to faith yeah you see faith is a language that doesn't need validation from any textbook faith can be illiterate but it will work if I can touch the elm of his garment, I'll be old. You are the one that will go and check whether there is, uh, there is elm of garment or whether there is a chloroquine deal or whatever. That's your business. You will do the math. But if that's how her faith led her, she gets her healing. So the language of faith is not logical. The language of faith is just inspired information. You are, an information just enters your spirit and you know it will work. Yeah. So don't go and find out is it part of the law of Christ? Is it a part of the discipline of Christ? Is this a Christocentric agenda? You are just stressing. You are you are educating yourself. <laughs> Jesus spat on the sand and put the this thing and this cement and used it to heal somebody who was blind. That was the inspiration. Sometimes I tell people, take water. That's my inspiration. Other times I get the anointing, or that's how I was inspired. But the inspiration will not devalue a human being. That's where false prophets enter. Inspiration will not say you should touch the woman's breath that I'm inspired. It's not inspiration. You understand? Inspiration will not tell you to tell somebody to go and empty 
all accounts and be giving you money and all of that or pay something, that's not inspiration. You get my point? Are you with me? When you see people who have the practice of doing things like that, they have a false spirit. Every time they go to T-Junction, every time, you know that they're already in Mabalao. Every time, T-Junction. Say the gates. This is where the gate is. This is where the gates. It can't always be like that. Every time, T-Junction, you know, it's, it remains they should carry a board. That's what it remains. So, so, even though it's inspired information, it will not devalue you. Faith will not tell you to wake up in the midnight naked. That when you pray naked, God will hear you. No. Are you with me, friends? Are you with me, friends? Listen, listen, listen. There's, your body is the temple of God. There is a lot of respect God has for your body. Yeah. And it will not devalue you to give you a miracle. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. So I've spoken about the giving of um, of basic contribution. I've spoken about the basic giving of, of blessing those who bless you spiritually. That's basic. Say that's basic. Yes, sir. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Now, the last point I want to... Um, talk about is the giving at the level of honor. This is the last one. On giving. Then one more thing, what good. Think about a great time. Honor. Please don't miss this one. Honor. Now this is where many of us don't, most people don't step into this one. Most people don't. Honor, honor given. A giving that is at the level of honor. The giving at the level of honor will always have, is, will always have sacrifice in it. Honor. And the spirit of it is the spirit of honor. Now the ones I just mentioned last are, are basic requirements. But this one, which is, which is okay and enough. In fact, this one I'm teaching now is not even, you see it in scripture, but you don't see it in scripture as necessarily a command. It's just a possibility that you can step into it. Now, when Solomon gave a thousand cattles, that was honor. Are you with me? He was not doing the law of Moses. Am I preaching? Yeah. That was sacrificial giving, crazy giving, and that provoked an encounter. Am I preaching? Uh, provoked. Provoked. Now, these levels, when you step into this level by the Spirit of God, you step into another level of favor. You see, because favor is the... Grace is the ability of God. Favor is the doing of God. Favor, grace is the power. Favor is God doing it. So when you are in favor, it means that God is doing things for you. That's what favor does. When favor comes upon a man's life, it will be God doing things for him. God helping him. 
Jesus grew and had favor with God. And so God was just doing things for him. It was no more his works anymore. So um, God's supply, supernatural supply, flows through the me- mechanism of favor. Now, the basic things I, ta- I, I just taught you now will have you step into favor. You can't be doing consistent giving, giving to your eldership. Are you together with me? Giving to kingdom assignment and not step into favor is not possible. It's not possible. If you do it the way I said you should do it, it's just a matter of time. You will come into automated blessings. Portions that are not your own. They're giving to you. Are you together with me, friends? But when you step into sacrifice, you step into covenant. At that level, you are trusted to, to keep on God's behalf. You are trusted to, to, Now, when you check, I spoke about the story of Moses. When you check um, Proverbs chapter, I'm coming. Proverbs chapter, um, where's this now? Give me, is it Proverbs chapter 4? Where it spoke about, um, uh, bring, uh, Bring honor the Lord with your with the first fruit of your of your increase. Give it to me. Proverbs chapter what? Three. Three nine. Alright, thank you. Quickly. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Now let me explain something to you. Are you together with me, friends? There is no New Testament doctrine. I can't find it. I've checked it. That, that teaches that we should give our first salaries and all of that. I can't find it. I do not criticize those who do it. But I can't find it. But there is no New Testament doctrine that speaks against honor. So, so the the first fruit given on the route of honor is still valid till next tomorrow. Now, giving at the level of acceptance from God, if I give it, God will accept me. Or if I give it Christian worship, it's not in the New Testament. Because Jesus has become our first fruit. Are you together with me? But when you switch and step into honor and say, Father, I want to honor you. With the first fruit of my increase. Hmm. That is another level of engagement. Are we together here? Because it's sacrifice. Huh? You are quiet too. <laughs> At least this is not January. If it was January, you'll be afraid that ah. It is not January now. We're in, uh, we're in July. Thank God this program is not in January. You would have been thinking I'm eyeing your January salary. <laughs> Praise God. At least this is July. It will, before January, you would have forgotten the message. So. <laughs> now listen to me, friends. 
when you step into sacrifice, you step into another dimension. You see, when you step into sacrifice, you enter into a level of engagement with God that God knows I can trust this one. This is a soldier. You see, because working with God and serving God and doing the will of God is going to, is going to cost the flesh. And it takes somebody who has, con- who has concluded on living sacrificially to be able to work with God in that terrain. Are you together with me? Sacrifice. And it's not only the first who that is sacrifice. Sometimes God visits you and tells you. I told you two years ago when God told me. I had an experience with the Lord and the Lord said, now go and give an offering that will change your life. And I knew what he was talking about. He was laying a demand on me to give what I have never given before. I didn't even wait for him to, and I didn't have, I didn't even have it. I didn't wait for him to, I didn't wait for him to, to give me the seed. Because I know him so well and I trust him so much. So I went to convert one of my choices possession. Converted it to a seed. And then because it was an honor seed, I give it to those I honor. Yeah. Give it to those I honor. So the honor seed went to my fathers in the faith. Not the ones on TV. My fathers in the faith. Yeah. That's how it works. Because, because God has put the church in families. If you go and be spending where your family is now, look at that. <laughs> I did that. For five months I suffered it. In quotes, I didn't suffer. You can't suffer. Because faith is the substance. We don't give. I am not watching. When will the return come? You are, you are not ready. Faith is the substance. Faith is the giving, is the blessing. Friends, tell me if this is coincidence. Tell me. The next year, the coronavirus year, I got a gift of that same exact amount I give from January to December every month by different people. Exact amount. Two months, I didn't get it. The next month, I got exactly double of it because one good must have been delayed. <laughs> Friends, can that be coincident, friend? Is it possible? Can that be twelve months coincidence? Help me put this. Twelve months. That was how that was how the year went. Almost every month, or not almost, most of the months, that corona period time, I was buying light, I was buying full ram. That's how I was living. <laughs> you know, sometimes I say something, you think I'm joking. I, I mean true. I don't mean it figuratively. I mean, I'll go to market where they are selling ram. It's not Salah, it's not Christmas. I'll just go. <laughs> I think Bola went twice with me. There was where they are selling ram close to her. She, I called her to get me someone that will let me price the ram. I was just buying ram. Full ram. Look, I like ram meat. Just buy ram. I said it should tie it for me. I will take the ram home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll buy ram. Other times I'll buy ram and goat. I'll just buy two ram and goat. <laughs> Coronavirus. Everybody was indoors. I'll buy ram and goat. Yeah. Because there was supply. 
Yes. If God has blessed you, you enjoy. Yes. 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 You can't have 12 months of, of coincidence. The exact amount. You know what I told God after I went? I said, God, I'm not waiting for it not to stop. I'm not trying for this not to stop. Anytime you like, stop it or continue it. I don't care. I'm certain of your supply. I can't even tell when it stopped or when it didn't stop. Yeah. That's what sacrifice gives you. Sacrifice brings you into breakthrough. I'm happy I said that. Sacrifice, it brings you into breakthrough. Breakthrough. When God lays a demand, a sacrificial demand on your life, it's because there's a breakthrough. And that sacrifice is your fit weapon to, to step into it. So your, your first fruit can be a type of sacrifice. You see, we are, we are New Testament people. We don't calculate first fruit. We don't say, is it the increase in this thing? Is it gross? First fruit or not? We, are, we do. We are past that level. Our spirit is alive. Yeah. We know what to do. Yeah. We don't ask stupid questions. Yeah. Yes, sir. I see some Christians. When I was still a young believer, they'll be arguing. They'll be full meeting. They'll be asking questions. Sir, now my tight is my tight gross tight or net tight? I don't know what. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Some people, by the time they are even giving their tithe, it will be one million. It will be so perfect. The way we approximate <laughs> 302 cobble. <laughs> they don't want God to cheat them. Can I not? <laughs> the givers are the blessed ones. I said the givers are the blessed ones. I said the givers are the blessed ones. And we don't struggle with it. I said we don't struggle with it. I said we don't struggle with it. Wow, I'm enjoying this. So, sacrificial giving, the first fruit is under it. We saw... The story and the, 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 the story Paul was giving us about the Philippian church, where they gave Paul, and Paul got to a point, he said, my God. Yeah, because, listen to me, because by faith we know that the, the visible things were made by what? By the invisible things. So if I need a visible thing, what should I tap into? The invisible. And that's what the faculty in the kingdom, by faculty I mean the ministry gifts, one of the things they can communicate are the invisible things. Are you together with me? So when you, when you need a natural supply, you can get a natural supply by the pronouncement of words over your life. Words bring supply. The reason they don't bring supply to many people is that you don't believe it. And I told you that faith is basic. Without faith, you're not receiving. Now, let's, let's read a few, few verses before this. Awesome. 
Go back, go back, go back. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. Now, if it was not an important thing, how come Paul knows the churches who, who that give him and didn't give him? So, Paul goes to some churches, he lives there and says, ah, ah, oh, my people got gone. He says, no church, man. No church. <laughs> Sometimes you wait as maybe when I'm about to enter the car. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's great like that. Some people will not even get accommodation for the for the man of God they invited. They won't even get a place for him to sleep. Yeah. Some people are that wicked. They will even get a place for the man of God to sleep. Some people will leave the man of God who traveled to live in the night, go back to his state. They won't get him a place to sleep. I've had occasions where I had to host ministers of God that I didn't invite. Because the people who invited them, they not even take care of them. They can't be blessed. They can't. They can't. Maybe if they go and do jazz, but God can't bless them. I tell you the truth, they can't be blessed. They can't. And this, some of these genuine men of God will never mention things like that. Say they can never be blessed. They can't. You see, when you see, when you see, when you see poverty that has been strong poverty, Go and check something. Go and check. The principle of honor is lacking. Honor and prosperity is sure. Honorable people will always prosper. People who lack honor will never prosper. Or will prosper for a short time. And the greatest people you should honor in your life, aside from your family and all of that, is the servants of God that God has given to you. Are you with me? Yes, I told you one day I was driving at that junction and God told me, Zach, one of the reasons why my favor is at work in your life is that I like how you treat my servants. You heard it and spoke come to talk the last time and he mentioned it. I was a small boy, I was a student, I was in my 17, 18 years old, 19. Yeah. Most important part of every conference is the care for the ministers. It's the care. Every is more important than everything. The care of the ministers. I check it to details. I check the food. I inspect the food. I inspect the food. I find out where they went to get the turkey. Who has the big? Who sells the biggest turkey in the city? You see, because honor is making an impression. Yeah. That's why honor is not doing the basic good. It's overdoing. No. That's what. If it's not overdoing, you have not done honor. That's why it's called honor. It is to it is to imp, it's to let the person know you are greater, and I'm going to prove it to you that you are greater. That releases grace, favor. I tell friends, see, see, brothers, if and sisters, if this were not true, I wouldn't stress you. If what I'm preaching is not true, I won't stress you. 
I'm definite of what I'm saying to you. I don't have a doubt. It's not, it's not a message I will change next year and say I'm wrong. No. I will be right if Jesus comes. Oh no. See, God said he couldn't do miracles because they didn't honor him. God of heaven, God who, God who created heaven and earth went to his, his, his people and his people were calling him by his natural incl- uh, uh, birth. He said, is he not Jesus, the carpenter's son? J- uh, James' brother, Jude's brother. Uh, his brother is not here. His sister, is, I still spoke to his sister yesterday. I still spoke to his sister yesterday. <laughs> I spoke to his sister yesterday. What's all this? Why is he doing like uh, I'm a Jotobi? I know this name is what that means. Name is anybody? In fact, that is he does not know. Even Joseph. <laughs> yeah, and the Bible says Jesus could in that place do no great sign, no miracle. Are you seeing what I'm saying? God could not do miracle because there was no honor. So who am I? You know, first, the anointing doesn't prosper where there is no atmosphere of honor. Never. Never. But when there is honor, there is prosperity. He could do no mighty work there, except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. He could do no mighty work. So it means that, what does mighty work mean? Talk about prosperity. There will not be expansion where there is no honor. So when you see a place where there is no expansion every time, I tell you the truth, nine of the ten times, there is no honor. We are just doing basic. Yeah. Friends, you need to shift culture. Change your culture. Embrace this one, this scripture. That woman got her her child back to life because she honored the prophet. She got a room for the prophet. And and she couldn't lose her child. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. My God, give me my God. Let's, let's round off. Give me 20 more minutes. Oh, Father, I thank you. Oh, Father, I give you praise. There's an ordination coming on you tonight. I tell you this. I tell you this. Thank you, Father. And let's, let's continue the story now. Are we here already? I think we're in what verse? He says, nobody communicated. For even now, you Philippians know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed, no church, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Are you with me? You sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not to the ministry, to Paul. You get my point? Once and again. Now, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. So I want you to do it because of how it will abound to your account. I don't seek the gift. So I'm not preaching this because I want to receive. Is that I want you to receive. I want you to abound. Now it's better if you are not a believer, you can go other means. 
But if you are a believer, this is your only route. Listen, this is your biggest investment. It's your greatest business idea. The favor of God, how to get favor, is your greatest business idea. I have, indeed, I have all and abound. I am full. Having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you. They are real things, so material things. But how is it interpreted in the spirit? It's a sweet smelling aroma. An acceptable word, sacrifice. Well pleasing to God. So sacrifices are pleasing to God. Are you together with me? So the question is that when when your matter is being raised, is there anything smelling from you to God? So this particular church, a whole church, so sometimes when you see that church functioning in some dimension, it's because heaven is smelling stuff from them. I think smelling from GCC. Something has to smell. We have to send apostles, send missionaries and take care of them and sacrifice and give. You have to give and to bless your eldership, your pastors so that what? Things can what? Smell. You know many pastors when they want to teach all these kind of things, they have to invite somebody to teach it. I think that's cowardice. I will not invite anybody. I preach the Bible. If anybody thinks I'm preaching about myself, that's your business. Can also I'm already wearing bling bling. <laughs> I'm just a joke. Ice. Ice. <laughs> Are you with me, friends? It's a it's a acceptable sacrifice. Well pleasing to God. Hallelujah. And my God shall supply. Can you see? Who? My God. That's another level. That is to say, you have entered into the covenant of another man. What works for him must now work for you. My brothers, me, I've heard this thing. Oh. I've heard it oh, several oh, from my apostles. Oh. They have told me that my God. Yeah, I've heard it. But you see, they didn't tell me when, without sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> ah, they didn't do. <laughs> they didn't. Not that they hate you, but he sacrificed. Yeah. He sacrificed. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't tell me when we were just eating, feeling fire. I'm like, no. It's a story. It's the same story that happened here. That's how it happened with them too. It was when that story happened, they not told me. Praise God. Hallelujah. But even if they don't tell you, it's automatic. Yes. If that sacrifice is smelling. It says, my God shall supply. This is protocol of supernatural supply. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Like that is to say, you are now, your, your financial realm, your natural realm is now being sponsored by glory. Nothing can stop it at that level. I don't have to talk about the story of Elijah and this thing again. Are you blessed?
Are you blessed? All these things don't do it checking the size of what you have, what you don't have. They are insignificant. Just follow God's principles. So let me just tell you four things. I'm not explaining them, just four things. I've said it, I just want to repeat them. Four things you do with the blessings of God on your life. You care for yourself, care for your family. The gospel, which is tithings and and sendings of missionaries and all of that. Then spiritual installations, your eldership, your prophets, your pastors. You know, that's what the money is for. Then, kindness to all men, but especially the household of faith. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? I said, are you blessed? Praise God. I want to pray for you. And this is the content of my prayer. I told you one time earlier when I was speaking that sometimes prosperity and supply is connected to revival. Another revival has started. And God is blessing his children. So sometimes prosperity is connected to revival. And when it's connected to revival, it's connected to company and hubs. Complain and hubs. This is one hub of revival and is also a hub of prosperity. Are you listening to me? Don't miss what I want to say now. I want to say some things and I'll pray. When the house of David was done with, the house of Saul was done with, God was now raising the house of David. Don't forget that when God was raising the house of David, he had to connect David to the mighty men of David. So those mighty men of David were people who were in dead distress and all that. They were, they were inconsequential. But you see, because it is revival, the inconsequential turns to most powerful. Are you preaching? Are you listening to me? That when revival happens, little people, irrelevant people, poor people, people who don't have anything, former drug addicts, former prostitutes, God now gathers them in one place and puts oil on them and turn them to something else. Now that type of operation has started again. Every revival comes with the angel of prosperity and they connect with people in that revival. The, the Orthodox revival had it. The Pentecostal revival that we are in had it. All the people who are wealthy in the Pentecostal revival right now were not wealthy when they started. When the redeem started, one time Tunebakari told that the Jew, but the Jew made an announcement in a small garden like this. They needed to do some things. Wanted to raise money. Tunde, uh, Tunde told Daijo that I don't like the way we are raising money. Let's not raise money. Daijo told him that if you don't want us to raise money, then go and bring the money now. And then he was just a young lawyer. He just maybe graduated or thereabout. Then he was also preparing for his marriage. Three months to his marriage, he now lost his job. After that, Joe prayed for him that he will be able to supply money. He now came back and said, I've lost my job. That Joe said, ah, why won't you lose it now? He said, but I pray for you. Is it that job you want to use to support the gospel? <laughs> then that Joe told him to go and open his law firm. And then there was a decree that you could not do private practice. He now told that Joe, but you, we can't do private practice. But Joe said, go and open it. Some days later, Buhari made an announcement, released the decree, and said he could do private practice. 
He stepped into prayer practice. One or two deals. God blew him up. He became, Tunebakari is multi, multi. Before, it's not Chocho. It's not Chocho. It's one of the people that brought in Skoda into this country. That uh, car, it was one that brought it into this country. See, revival. It was that same time he had them, Tony Rappu, were blowing redeem as young boys. The blowing redeem. Tony Rappu was one of the people that started the classic, the model, model parishes. Those are the, is he a papa family? Yeah. Whenever there's a revival, there's always supply. And the people God chooses are people who don't look like it. And they look like you. So, you have to swear loyalty. You don't swear with your mouth, you swear with your heart. You swear loyalty to the kingdom. Are you with me? Loyalty to what? To the kingdom. Whenever there is a new revival, there's always a new teaching. Whenever there's a new revival, there's always a new teaching, a new way to doing things. That's all what typifies a new revival. When redeemed stepped into the scene, they brought a new teaching, a new pattern. When Nina stepped into the scene, the preaching of faith started. There's always a new wine skin whenever there is new wine. Are you together with me? And so, some of you are listening to things perhaps you've never heard before. You are seeing church done in a way. What you are seeing now will still be very, very common. Are you together with me? But revival is always preceded by new teaching. So you need... To learn the new teaching, the new ways. You need to, you need to wait. Are you listening to me? When there is a new revival, your heart must be connected to the apostle or the prophet pioneering it. Heart, heart. That's how people are fed spiritually. It's heart to heart, not form fair. You can do form fair and your heart is not there. Not for the, hey, we are happy. You are better go beyond happy. Your heart must be connected. Elijah told Elisha, if you see me when the chariots come, it's difficult to be focused on a man when a chariot has come. The chariot has capacity to distract, even though it's glorious. There are many things that can distract you. You have to be focused on the message, focused on the apostle, focused on the teacher. Find that what's in his heart is your responsibility. The men of David knew exactly what was in David's heart. David didn't have to talk before the act. Are you with me? We're going to pray now. So you had connection. You spot the apostle. You spot the prophet God has given to you. Spot it. Spot your prophet. Spot your apostle. Are you together with me? Friends, I've been following the same set of people for 15 years. 16 years, 17 years. Spot them. Who has God given you? You get my point now? Don't, don't, don't joke. You see, if, 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 if I provide oversight for you, the most important thing is not for us to be laughing. It's better for us not to be laughing and you are connected than we are laughing and you are not connected. And for, and whether you like it or not, I will keep laughing till Jesus come. It's your responsibility to connect. I will laugh and laugh and laugh. But I know those who are connected and those who aren't connected. Spot the apostle, spot the prophet, the sandy, the sign is oil. Are you with me? That's your responsibility. The sign is oil. 
You see, one of the things Absalom did not do was that Absalom did not discern David's oil. He saw David as just a king. He didn't see David as a king with eternal relevance. He, didn't under, he thought he's just one of the kings of Israel. David is not just one of the kings of Israel. David is a prototype of Christ. Are you together with me? If he's discern him up appropriately, because someone says, he's just a pastor, he's just a man of God. No, some pastors are not just pastors. Some pastors are not just one of those pastors. Some of them are, are executors of new things and openers of new ways. If you, if God connects you to such, descend it and descend the oil. Are you with me? Absalom was going to betray, did betray David. Why did he betray David? Because he saw David as normal. Because genuine people will always give you opportunity to betray them. There is the simplicity of the genuine that can put you in trouble. The genuine is simple. Those who are always harassing you don't have it. You saw that foolish guy who could not discern David. He took his wife. What's his his name again? Eh? Abigail. What's the guy's name? Eh? Naba. He didn't know. He just thought David is one of those street boys. But by the time Abigail was, was downloading the portfolio of David, she discerned the oil. And she was able to connect to that eternal flow. Because eventually she was part, David had, David got her as a wife. Am I preaching here? Because she discerned his oil. Now it wasn't David who gave him her, his CV. She was the one who discerned him. then you must sharpen your peculiarity because your own anointing is going to rest on your peculiarity. Sharpen your skill. Sharpen your gift. Sharpen where God has called you. Is it music? Sharpen it. You see, when Oyakilome was rising, thank God all the people around him were sharpening their gifts because the oil on him will spill on all of them. If they were just joking, and say, how everybody was sharpening their gift. They have been sleeping, them, 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 uh, what's, uh, Sinatra and uh, what's his name, Frank Edward, have been sleeping in the studio at 13 years old, at 12 years old. How does them Frank Tiboy? Frank Tiboy became so popular before he became 23, 24. The man is just maybe 31, 32. He's still a young man. Since, since when he has been in the limelight. Sharpen your oil. When you find out what God has given you, just focus on it. The oil will amplify it. If it's business, if it's academic, Give yourself to it. You want to go do your masters. You want to go do... Because oil is going to touch what you are doing. Because you are set in for a major revival, a major assignment. And so focus on what God has given you. And don't just follow the fanfare. Are you with me? And you know what I like about these people? There were people who were, who were in debt. So they have, they have no, they have no, they have no something to, what do you call it? When you don't have something to protect. No reputation. Because that's one of the things that will throw you away. When you have too much reputation. Maybe you think you are wealthy, or you think you are intelligent, or you think you are old. Ah, I'm too old for this. No, 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 no. You must bring yourself to no reputation. I say, Father, whatever you want to do with me, do. I am the least here. Humility attracts grace every time. Are you together with me? Let me repeat it again so you don't forget. Loyalty to the kingdom 
learning the new ways, the new revelation, heart connection to the apostle, spotting the prophet, discerning his oil, sharpening your peculiar gift, and just being humble in the hands of God. And it will lift you up. Before you clap, let's pray. Because I know you are ready to clap. Let's pray. Are you ready for prayers? Can we hold our hands and pray in the spirit? I want us to fill this room with tongues before we pray. Harido Vegebasia Melekote Jaradabaya Ladabasurabaya Lekato Veredesi Aradabababababababababa Arabosharadasa Latova Latova Pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray in the Spirit. Ah, Aradina Masa Jelete Aligabaritova Isai Kuratia Asanaika Tabaya Oratambuya Gadosa Adombala Katea Legadoveni Masi Pradosha Legatomba Radia Kusa Ila brando shakayate Aratamba yakitosa Badando basha Legete bosa Make a new commitment Make a new decision In the presence of the glory of God Legadina basusha Ilagarabe very sita Lebosharatila Gusi Ilagusi Hilagusi Alikatuma Lekatosa Aragele Kata Aragere Katana Masia Jale Jaleta Hilagina Melikota Zeparata Salisa Aliatina Monte Ali Karutu Bayakata Ila Garutu Bayakata Ila Garutu Bayakata Ila Baragato Bayakata Alikatu Masuotesha Aravito 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 Asena Maika Asena Maika Ila Bashada Ila Bashada Ila Genomosufre Asufrendaya 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 Alakata Boshakata Alakata Boshakata Ilagato Vretisa J 
Jedapote, Jedapote, Asirakiata. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jaja Jaja Bojekete Jagarabatoka Aratia Aratia Aratia. I see the Lord laying his hands on you. I see the Lord laying his hands on you, confirming your destiny, confirming what he has put in your spirit.
Katala Dinamasi, Jegete Mokotolofis, Asia Kito, Jene Mariatas, Lakiata Namote Labasha. anointing of God upon my life and over this atmosphere anyone experiencing any form of delay as I hear God tell me that delay ends now in Jesus name that delay comes to an end now in Jesus name going to shout three powerful hallelujahs as a ceremony to the end of that delay. One, two, three, go. I pray for you the oil of fulfillment. The oil that assures fulfillment of destiny. As I release this prayer, some of you are going to have an immediate electricity will hit your body. Something is coming upon your spirit. The oil that assures fulfillment of destiny. Let it be mighty upon your life. In the name of Jesus. There is oil that executes divine purpose. There is an anointing that comes upon a man that makes the earth to respond to him in a favorable way. That oil let it be manifest upon your lives, upon your heads. Even right now, in the name of Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. Let your life know ease in the name of Jesus. Aha. Oradavaya. 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 Akura Mizdova. Akura Mizdova. I decree the end to the spirit of struggle. I decree an end to the spirit of struggle. I curse and I rebuke struggle. Oh, you struggle. I rebuke you over that life. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Let your life know ease.
Oropele. I need the ushers now because when I pray this one, a lot of things will break up. For the Lord has opened my eyes. There are, there are some negative patterns that are still operational in your life from your from your natural connection. But it ought not to be so, says the Spirit of the Lord. Every negative trail coming from the connections with the blood of your parents. Every negative trail. My name is Zach, the servant of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I cut it off. I cut it off. I disconnect you from the negative trails. Let them go now. Odombika, Odombika, Chalitu Mele, Chalitu Mele, Asata. Oreteva, Oreteva, Ilagani Nakote, Ilagani Nakote. Inagani nakilakute, inagani nakute, asilaki kakakute, akakakakute, mashalabai. Can I have the anointing oil? Let the, let the team get me the oil. touching you now God said I am touching you now I am signaling you for favor Ashareto Shakana receive that hand there is a hand of favor it's touching you it's touching you the hand of favor God's hand of favor you are being signaled out for favor pa pa sha Tilakila 
Now somebody in the house, the Lord is giving you an experience. The Lord says, I should release the spirit of prophecy, of baptism of fire upon you. And I release it now. It's going to come upon you strongly. You are having a brand new spiritual experience. At the count of five, the hand of God will touch you. One, two, three, four, five. Sharotomosadaya. Where are those people? You are having an experience with the spirit now, the spirit of baptism, the spirit of fire. I 
tayari okina masi aladia can we lift up our hands asina maeti ira marie shina kitala bina masi sati na makita ladiose ya ladana masi parade ya ladasia just honor him ya litufi ni mashale Yati ne mukuti la manukaliteas Those hands that you raise they will see signs they will see wonders Your hands shall walk signs They shall walk wonders Those hands shall be a prototype of God's intention for this generation. Those hands shall step into inheritances that even your biological lineage never stepped into. You will do wonders. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands, please. Please. There are five of you, the Lord says, He's confirming. He wants to give you an experience that will confirm what He's saying to you. The five of you, you are having a fire experience, a glory experience that will confirm the things He's saying to you. And the Spirit of God is moving you. He's, he's touching you, burning your hearts. And I, and I ask for the increase in that flow of anointing. Let it just increase. Where are they? Let it just increase now. I increase, increase, increase. Increase, 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 increase. Jalatufle paradaya. Asuna mokurabaya. Peto, peto. Peto, 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 peto. That's it. Ashaiko. Alati lafube. Oriakaya. Oriakaya. Paratino fapika laba. Chanda. It's the anointing. It's the glory of the Father. It's your identity. It's increasing on you. Increasing on you. Increasing. 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 Increasing and increasing. Ata. You will never be the same again. I say you will never be the same again. You will never, never be the same again. From glory to glory, that's your story. From grace to grace, this is your story. Favor to favor, 
That is your story Every day I am able to favor That is your story Father we give you the praise Exalt you Thank you because you have confirmed your word Confirmed your word A lot of testimonies will follow this meeting. Plagues of the body have disappeared. You shall keep testifying. Keep testifying. Are you grateful to God? Come on, can we give him praise for what he has done?